There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with golems. Okay, hi. Uh, this is Monster Friends. This is it. This is it. We got... We got four dudes today. Four of them. We got Leo. We got Mikey. We got Raph. We got Donatello. Yeah. No, they're not turtles. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, they're not. that's really confusing. For yeah, the... people are going to... They're not even ninjas. So, oops. We are doing golems today. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, you got it right. You, yeah. You nailed it. I literally looked at the photos. I'm like, I know what this is. Golems are interesting. They have a lot of like different... like features but like they're rooted in jewish folklore which is really cool is that where they like i know that they uh exist there but is that where they started uh do you know i don't know if that's where they started but from what google is telling me yes okay. it says that a golem is a creature formed out of a lifeless substance such as dust or earth that is brought to life by ritual incantations and sequences of hebrew letters the golem brought into being by a human creator becomes a helper, a companion, or a rescuer of an imperiled Jewish community. Yeah. Which I think is pretty, like, standard. Like, golems are usually the thing that are guarding, like, the dungeons or, like, guarding the treasure or guarding something um, in, like, fantasy role-playing games. Yeah, that's... That tracks, yeah. Yeah, like usually they're being controlled by something like a wizard or a witch or some other entity, some more powerful being. So yeah, I, I knew exactly because I've been playing the witcher and I was like, I saw the rock one and I was like, oh, that's a golem. Yeah, so I guess, uh, I don't know, I guess we should do a description of all of them. We'll start with the one that you just said, the rock one. Um, it's this stone statue. Yeah, it just looks like the thing. Oh no, we're looking at different rock ones. Oh, are you looking at uh, Flint Marco? Yeah. A Sandman from Spider-Man 3? I well, was, hold he's on. the thing. It's the thing from the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I should have. I, I don't know. First of all, I don't know why I said Flint Marco from Spider-Man 3 because he's not from spider That's just the version I'm picturing of him. And also, he's not dirt. He's clay. So, like, he's Clayface from Batman yeah. or the thing. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, he's not He's not rocks. That one's clay. The okay. one we're looking at. But, and then the yeah. stone one it looks like those uh those stone warriors yeah 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 they can be made to look like anything but the one that they picked in the monster manual is definitely one of those like stone warriors um we got a we got a stitched together franken boy in a ratty loincloth yeah that one's the flesh golem yeah so that one's a fun one He's, that's disturbing it's really gross that's very disturbing that's very frankenstein uh, and then the last one, oh man, is he like iron or steel or something like that? Yeah, he's definitely iron. He kind of, he just kind of makes me think of Bionicle. He looks like a transformer. He looks like a Bionicle transformer. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he has a sword and he's made of metal. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the four of them. That's the four. So the you four got boys. Clay, 
You got stone, you got flesh, and you got iron. Iron. Okay. Man, I'm getting really good at this. Yeah. We did the name things, so like that's... Yep. Yep. Uh, Check, check, check. do you think... I mean, there's four of them, so we'll do the same thing that we normally do. Uh, Pick two stats or three stats that you think they all sort of share in common or what they're good at or what they're bad at or whatever. Um, Because they're all basically the same in general. I think generally from my experience fighting golems, they have high strength. Yeah. Um, which is also something that's conducive to like even the flesh one. Cause like zombies are supposed to be really strong, like those kinds of things. Um, and I would say constitution, um, because they're all, like, they're animated from an inanimate object, which, you know, inanimate objects seem to have more constitution than, than humans. Yeah. And then you're reanimating them, which means like you're giving them double the constitution um yeah yeah you you nailed it strength and constitution are the positives for each one of them and then i imagine that like intelligence and charisma are like pretty low yeah for the most part everything else is negatives the flesh golem has zero in wisdom as opposed to a negative in wisdom as does uh the iron and stone golems but yeah, yeah, I mean, they're they're not very good at anything but strength and constitution. And then if you're looking at armor class, uh, which we don't normally look at, but just to sort of differentiate them all. Yeah. Um, you know, the clay golem has a 14. You know, iron has 20. Stone has 17. Flushes. And then the flesh golem has a 9. Yeah. So, like, they're really easy to hit and do some damage to. Yeah. But um, they're strong and have a lot of constitution, so they still have a lot of health. They're going to take a while to whittle down. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they don't really feel pain and stuff so it's hard to make them i don't know like slow down and stuff yeah do you want to do you want to learn about them D specific golems as yeah. opposed to the little bit that you already sort of know yeah a lot of it is kind of in the same realm of existence as what you you said but not a hundred percent because like why would it why would they just steal everything uh but first and foremost they don't exist on their own they 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 have to be made um and then once you make them they do whatever you want yeah uh, because they don't want anything themselves they have no ambition of their own uh so they follow their creator's commands exactly and flawlessly and then if they complete their task whatever it is that you created them to do yeah um if it's something that they can repeat they'll just keep doing that thing until they're given new instructions so like they're like AI, simple AIs. Yeah. Like if you're a busy <laughs> wizard and you don't have time to make dinner and be like, hey, flesh golem, go get us some takeout. He'll go out and grab a pizza. But if he brings it back and you don't say anything else, he'll just keep going out until you have a stack of little Caesars hot and ready's taking up all the space in your potion room, <laughs> um, which is oh. great if you want to use the pizza boxes to build like a cardboard fort for your nephews or something, but like not if you didn't really include a thousand dollars worth of pizza in your monthly budget. Yeah. I mean, I would love some little Caesars. I just want crazy bread. Crazy bread is great. I would be like Golem walk to the closest near little Caesars, which is like not close and get me 10 crazy breaths yeah so i can freeze them and reheat them as need be (laughs) on the other hand though if their task isn't something repeatable and they finish it uh it can go one of two ways okay there's basically a 50 50 chance that the golem will either stand still and do nothing at all okay or 
it will go berserk and rampage. Yeah. So that's pretty consistent with video games. Yeah. It's probably best to add a final step to every set of instructions you give a golem. You know, something along the lines of, and when you're done, just go stand in that corner and don't move. Don't move. Like you just want to make sure that they don't go insane. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you might think that's kind of mean to put them in the corner and then forget about them. But Nobody like, puts golem in the corner. Yeah. I mean, they're not baby though. So you can. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Patrick Swayze won't care. Yeah. But uh, they don't need food. They don't need drink. They don't need sleep. They don't need air. They can't think for themselves. They don't have a brain. Like they're really just statues that move sometimes. So like. They won't be in the corner spiraling like, did I do something wrong? Is daddy mad at me? Yeah. Like, is daddy mad? They'll literally just shut down and just forget that they exist. So that's fine. And because of all of that, like you said, they do make really good guardians. Mm -hmm. Uh, They live forever. They will never deviate from their tasks of guarding the sorcerer's man cave or whatever it is that he doesn't want you to get into. And they will continue to guard the man cave long after their creator is dead. So you don't even have to ask your friend to like delete your browsing history if you die because the golem won't even let anyone in there to snoop around anyway. Okay. So, I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess now that I said that, you could just tell your golem to delete your browsing history and then they wouldn't have to guard it and they wouldn't judge you for it because they won't even understand that it's weird the yeah. things that they're looking at. That being said, uh, <laughs> if the original creator of the golem is dead, Depending on how the golem was created, there's, well, I mean, there's, okay, no, there's only one way to create a golem, and we'll get to that in a second. There's only one way to slice this bread. Yeah, but (laughs) in the creation process, you can make an amulet or another magical item that allows you to control a golem. So if you do that and then you die, then anyone else that can get that amulet will be able to take control of the golem. So even if you're dying instructions were like, don't let anyone look at my browsing history mm-hmm. or some other better example than the one I just gave. Um, if someone gets that amulet, they can tell the golem to let you look at what you looked at on the Internet. Yeah. And be like, dude, you're a freak. Um, so <laughs> use a freak. <laughs> it does take a lot of magic. Yeah. A bunch of materials and a lot of time to make a golem. Um, obviously, obviously the first thing you have to do is build the body. So that's like gathering your stones or your bones or your flesh, depending on how fucking nasty you want to be about it. Yeah. Um, but once you build the body, you need to infuse it with a spirit from the elemental plane of earth, but like not a spirit with memories and like a name or whatever. Like it's just the essence of life without all the other bullshit baggage that the rest of us have to drive <laughs> I wish I was a golem. Yeah. No emotional baggage. Um, so that covers the materials. Obviously, you need to make them and explains why you need some magic because you have to attach a soul to it, basically. But the monster manual also says to create a golem, one requires a manual of golems. Brackets. See the dungeon master's guides. So uh, this is one of those weird cases where an out of game game mechanic is the exact same as an in-game game mechanic item. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess I guess technically every item is an in-game item and out of game. Like, because every weapon has stats and we're all aware of that out of game. Like, we know that a dagger does 1d4 piercing damage and a battle axe is 1d8 slashing damage. And like, in the game, 
the characters, I guess, know, like, a battle axe tends to do more damage. But I guess they don't know, like, the numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, they just know that daggers hurt less than battle axe. But the Manual of Golems is a little different because, like, we look at the item description and we know that in order to make a clay golem, we'll spend... 65,000 gold pieces purchasing all of our supplies. Yeah. We know that it takes 30 days of working nonstop without interruptions, aside from like eight hour sleep break per day. And we know that the book is filled with all the incantations and instructions needed to complete the process. Mm. Um, and we know that once the golem is finished being made, the manual will be consumed by eldritch flames. And once the ashes of the burned book are sprinkled on the golem, it will come to life. And, oh, and if you try to use the manual and you aren't skilled enough at using magic, you're going to take a ton of psychic damage. So, like, we know all of that outside of the game. But the in-game character is reading the exact same thing that I just said. So they are fully aware of everything that's happening mechanic-wise. And I think it's neat when stuff like that happens. Mm -hmm. Also, it makes sense that you have to purchase the supplies to make your golem. Yeah. Um. Like iron and clay and stone, that makes sense. Like I know where you get that, but I Flesh? think yeah, like that's some serious black market shit going on. Like I don't think you can just you have to purchase it. You can't just like murder someone or like raid a cemetery. Yeah. What I if mean, I leave I, I, I a dollar like... on each grade that I raid? Does that count as paying for it? No. I here's what I. This is kind of what I think. Like obviously you can't just buy body parts at the corner store. Mm-hmm. yeah no but i think <laughs> i think maybe the reason you have to purchase them is like digging up maybe if they're decayed too much or whatever it won't work properly or oh. need more like like this is just what i'm trying to figure i think you basically need to know a shady surgeon to get the fresh yeah flesh. yeah if we're talking like medieval england where they were like literally people would die and they would like bring them to scientists well future scientists but yeah. like at the time doctors to like rip apart and like look at things inside yeah so yeah i i guess you probably could steal them you could probably grave rob them you could probably go to a morgue but my guess is that you want something fresh rather than like decayed that's just like hot, hot, wait, little caesar's hot and ready you want <laughs> yeah, a hot that, and ready that's corpse? my flush golem's name hot and, hot ready, and ready little caesar I just mentioned that a clay golem will cost you about 65000 mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to take a guess at what the other types will cost you? Or if you don't want to guess like an actual number, just like what do you think is oh, more and what I do you think like, is less? I feel like iron is very, very expensive. Like iron is going to be the most expensive. A hundred percent. Yeah. Iron yeah. is definitely the most and expensive. And then like stone would be like in between iron and clay. Yeah. Yeah. And then flesh is this is the thing is flesh the cheapest yeah it is which is like kind of bonkers yeah like i feel like it should be well both i think it should be both twice as much as iron yeah and also it makes sense to be like 30 bucks yeah like i I don't really know how i feel about the pricing of a flesh golem yeah it's so it's problematic but um that's that's golems in general Um, each type is slightly different, so we can do a quick rundown of that too. But do you have any questions or whatever about like in general golems? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, why golem? I'm kidding. I actually don't have any questions. (laughs) Okay, cool. 
then uh, we'll start with clay golems, because why not? Clay golems, for some reason, are often made by priests. It doesn't say why priests like them, but they do. The problem with clay, obviously, is that it's not very durable. And if a golem is damaged, the spirit inside can break free, which will cause the golem to go apeshit and just, like, destroy everything around it. Um, and it will continue to rampage until either it is destroyed or repaired. And I don't know how you would repair a whirlwind of destruction without getting clay fists in the face. <laughs> so I assume that you just, like, would stand at a distance and huck globs of clay at it <laughs> and just hope that it, like sticks to the right place and then somebody else has a flamethrower and just like dries the clay over the cracks uh, to make the boo-boo go away that's how i think you would repair a rampaging clay golem all right that's an interesting maybe you just set your whole house on fire yeah i i do think it would probably be easiest to just destroy it and start from scratch yeah flesh golems (laughs) i know i said before that none of them have brains and whatever yeah flesh golems can have brains um They have basic reasoning capabilities, but they max out their brain power at very small child. And that's like absolute max. So most of them aren't even going to be close to that. But maybe if you're a really good teacher, you could have tall, strong toddler boy. So the thing I said about giving them instructions on what to do. um, In that case, I guess you would be putting baby in the corner. Yeah. So so, so don't do that. Uh, But they're also powered by lightning. Which is very Frankenstein of them. Yeah, that's still like straight up Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, and again, if uh, the spirit inside them gets out, they go bananas until you can calm them down. But since everyone knows that toddlers are unreasonable, once their temper tantrums really get going, it's again probably easier to just kill them. The and golems. Not, not the toddlers. Not the toddlers. <laughs> I mean, depends on the day. Depends on the place. Yeah. Uh, iron golems are the strongest and toughest. Mm-hmm. They're made out of metal, so like, duh, that makes sense. Uh, they can be any form, but most people try to make them look like giant suits of armor, which is cool, I guess, but like not super creative. Uh, they like punching things because their fists are basically battering rams, but they also have swords and other weapons like that mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and also, for some reason, they burp poison. Cute. I don't know why, but they Cute. do. Cute. Uh, They're made to be pretty much invulnerable. So unlike clay and flesh golems, it's pretty unlikely that the spirit inside them is ever going to escape. Uh, The stone golems are... They can also be made to take any form. They're, again, often humanoid, but they can also be carved in the shape of uh, giant or ancient beasts. And that's neat. And also, for some reason, when you fight a stone golem, time slows down. Mm Mm-hmm. You say that like you knew that. Yeah. Um, no, that doesn't make any sense. No, that's weird as shit. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. Mm-hmm, great. Awesome. D&D making no sense. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. I do think that the coolest thing about stone and iron golems, though, is that like, okay, so with like clay and flesh golems, you can just smash the pieces together uh, regardless of your artistic skills. But like if you're a big magic boy. You're probably not great at stone carving or like blacksmithery or whatever. So you're probably going to team up with a stonemason or a blacksmith to shape your golem. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to want it to be good quality so that it doesn't fall apart because like as we just learned. It's easier to rampage. kill it than repair it. Yeah. 
So uh, you're going to get the best stonemason to make you the coolest statue. That is also a work of art. Because like, if their name is going to be attached to it, they're going to want it to be a good representation of their skills, right? Like, mm-hmm. can you can you imagine a stone golem that's just Michelangelo's David? And boom, there we go. Just brought it back to the Ninja Turtle reference. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay! But yeah, they're like they can be like actual works of art, which I think is a really cool uh, thing to add to the golems. Because why not? Yeah. Um, but that's everything about them. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Anything else to add? Golems are golems, and golems are golems are golems. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to add. Um, have you ever lost to a golem while you're playing a video game? Oh, probably. There's a lot of golems in Dark Souls, I feel like. I don't. I don't think there are. Really? Yeah. Really? Are you fact-checking me right now? Yeah. There is. There is? Iron Golem. Is there, like, one? One of the bosses in Dark Souls. Oh, the first Dark Souls? I think so. Okay, I've never played the first one. Uki. Um... I almost lost to a golem, even though I was on <laughs> play. T- I call it play to enjoy mode, but I think it's called just the story mode. <laughs> the one where everything's supposed to be easy, it's but easy. sometimes you still die. It's easy, so you can progress. Yeah. Oh, man. And then once you finish like the main storyline in The Witcher and you start doing the DLCs, it gets so much harder. I was, this- I was like, there's no way. There's no way this is the same difficulty setting, but it is. It is the same difficulty <laughs> setting. Well, I just have to get better at the game. But you've got to be careful with golems because, you know, they all have different weaknesses. They're also called elementals. And I know we have elementals. We've we've done elementals. Yes, we've done elementals. But they're different. They are different. Elementals are like they are living creatures. Mm-hmm. Like an elemental exists from themselves. They They are a living thing. Whereas golems are a construct that you've applied mobility to essentially. Yeah. Yeah. They can be, they're sort of similar, but like very different friend or fiend. Um, friend, I think, I think like the golems themselves are friends. Yeah. I would be to their creators. I would be very wary of befriending a flesh golem though, because I don't think you're going to find many nice people who are making flesh golems. And That's I think, true. Like, I think there's probably a lot of unsavory characters in the flesh golem game. Yeah. So yeah. I think you want to steer clear and not associate yourself with them. But if you can steal the flesh golem's amulet and get it into Your, someone nicer's yeah. hands, why not be friends with Peter Boyle? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I like I like um, the idea of having someone to like, oh, my God, you could carry your groceries. <laughs> I mean, like, 100%, yeah, I never want to carry groceries again. Yeah. But it's such a funny, mundane use for a Yeah, golem. but, like, that's, like, the realistic <laughs> thing. Like, I would, get, I would have a golem, and I would be like, okay, like, let's go to the store. Can you hold the... Can you hold the groceries? We're walking home. Yeah, I don't really have anything that needs protecting uh, like, yeah. that badly. My dignity, but that's already gone, so... Yeah, Can and you- I also don't know if a stone statue would be able to protect that for you he could go to work for me because like if you think about it as a server people just ask you to do things that's true 
so like you just have to do those things do you think i basically am a golem i repeat loops every day when i'm at work <laughs> do, you, do you think if a golem was your server mm-hmm. and if you were like hey can i get you know a beer or whatever yeah do you think that the golem would know to go ask the bartender or do you think the golem would just go smash through the bar grab a oh, beer probably and, like, smash it back? probably would just smash through the bar grab the beer and smash back yeah i, yeah, think so too. I don't think that they're that sophisticated but who knows maybe you can make a really smart golem i maybe i think you would have to as like the restaurant owner you'd be like you'd have to train the golem and be like okay you're gonna go take orders from the tables whatever they tell you to do come back and tell me and then i will tell you how to proceed from here which might slow the whole operation down yeah but also I'd never have to carry a tray again. So that's amazing. That's amazing. I hate trays. Oh, maybe we should just get one of those little tray robots. <laughs> yeah, those are making a lot more sense the more I think about yeah. them. Yeah. I thought they were dumb, but now I'm like, no, wait a minute. Well, especially when you have one arm. Yeah, like you did. Yeah, I would have really, you know, benefited from the help of a robot friend. Yeah. yeah. Or just like a slave friend, like a, like a bus boy. Not like a, like a bus boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. Well, on that note. <laughs> That's it for this That's week. That's it for this week. See you later, Bye. everybody. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Cast.